For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Reverend Romeo Siao Mensa of the Macarius Church at Jeringano. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. know that nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. God is going to give you a surprise this week. Something that you have been expecting that you have not received, you are going to receive it this week. Hallelujah. Let us pray. As we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. No, we will let our hearts begin to worship. We'll be blessed because you came. We'll be blessed because you came. We'll be blessed because we came. As we As we gather, as we gather, may we glorify your name. No, we will that as our hearts begin to worship, we'll be blessed because we came. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never will come to an end. They are new every morning. New every morning. Father, we want to thank and bless you that great is thy faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, that anytime we gather, it is your spirit that speaks within us. As we gather, may we have a reason to glorify your name. For we know that as our hearts begin to worship you, we will be blessed. We will be blessed. We will be blessed. 
because we have come to a good God like you. Thank you, Lord, for gathering us from far and near and bringing us to your presence. Holy Spirit, thank you for already you are here through our opening prayers, our worship, our praises, different ways we have ministered to you through songs and clappings and dancings. You have shown yourself manifesting in our midst. And now we are here to hear your voice. Your word is clear that if we shall hearken to the voice of the Lord our God, we will be blessed. And so open our ear that we can hear. Open our eyes that we can see. We pray that open our hearts, more importantly, that we can receive, we will believe, so that we can become what you want us to be. Thank you. In Jesus' name. And all saints can say amen for that. Welcome somebody to church. Say welcome to a good house of God. Welcome to the good house of God. Here is a, the good house of God. Hallelujah. Please be seated in the presence of God. Welcome to our second service ask your neighbor who did you bring to church today ask the person say who did you bring to church today ask the person can you see empty chair by you where is the 10 people that you were asked to bring Okay. Philippians chapter 4 verse number 10. Philippians 4 verse 10. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now, somebody say now, at the last now at the last, your care of me has flourished again. Amen. Amen. Paul was speaking to the Philippians church. Remember Philippians 4.19, my God will supply all your needs. That is the beginning of that message. So he said that now I have seen that Your care for me. Okay. Ooh. I rejoice that great that now at your last your care of me has flourished again. And sometimes church members can forget their pastors. Even the days of Paul. So he's telling the Philippian church that. For some time now, you didn't like to think about me, but now I've seen that you are showing interest. Some of you are not interested in the church and this group, but now you are showing interest. May God bless you. Every soul that you brought, God is looking at it and rewarding you accordingly. Amen. You keep bringing, you see what God also keeps doing for you. 
When you care, even Paul was saying, I want you to care for me as a human being. God bless. What about doing the things of God? Hallelujah. Wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. That is that you stopped because some time ago you didn't have the opportunity to minister to the man of God. You know, by 14th of May, that's our bishop's birthday. So I want to inform you, start preparing something so that we honor him. Okay, because for the whole of the year he has been teaching us. Do you understand? So we have to show care. In the, as the people of Philippians show care for Paul. Okay. Swearing we were also like, but that now, say, now he said that not that I speak in respect of want. Not because the person wants you to or need something from you. Okay. For now, why did he say that? Say, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to behold content. I have learned. I have learned. Somebody say, I have learned. In whatsoever state I am, every state I am, I have learned to be what? Content. Hallelujah. Paul, the greatest apostle, is trying to tell us something in life. That whatsoever state you are, you have to be what? Content. Content. You have to be happy. And believe God to lift you. Not that you rush yourself out. Hallelujah. I have learned. That means that you need to learn it. Many of us, we don't have the learning wisdom that you might be, there are days you have abundance. There are days you have less. Okay? So you say, I have learned. May you also learn this. Learn how to be content. You have to learn it. Some of the day that you don't have money, your face changes. You won't talk to anybody. Everybody is annoyance to you. I shouldn't be like that. Even if you don't have money, you must still keep smiling. Because you have not learned to be content with every condition. It's, like, it's only when you have money then you are smiling. Say, I'm learning something. I'm learning from Paul. That whatsoever state I am, I will be content with that. Amen. The next verse says that we're 12. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. He has learned it. And you have to learn it. Everybody must learn how to abound means that how to behave when we have more and how to behave when we have a little. <laughs> Each one of them you have to learn how to it's not every day that you have plenty with you. But you have to learn how to accept your little and be happy. And there are times also where you have abundance. That one, you have to be careful and learn how not to overstep your, 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 your boundaries. Because when you have a certain amount of money, the thing will push you out of your boundaries. 
Before you know, you are into something else. Which is going to destroy your life. So you must learn when you have bonus how to spend the money. And then when you don't have middle of the month, your salary is finished, so you must learn how to comport yourself. Because in each one of them, Paul said, I know, I've learned it, so I know how to be abound and how to be abased. Everywhere. Somebody say everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere means that it's not all the time that maybe if you have if your parents, you have money, but you don't have a parent, you don't have if you are in a cry, you have money, maybe you want to go to the village, you don't have money. Everywhere. It's a it's a lifestyle that you need to pick up. He said that everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and both to be hungry. Somebody say hungry. hungry. Say hungry. hungry. You must learn how to be hungry. How do you learn how to be hungry? There may be abundance of food, but you have to do fasting. It's one thing you have to learn. Okay. You may have million in your account, but you won't spend it for the next three months. You are not spending any money. You have to be hungry that no money spent. You have to learn it. You have to learn it. If you don't learn it, you can't prosper in life. Not that everything be about town you are spending it. Sometimes you have to create hunger for yourself. The next three months, no painting of my face. No doing of Korean hair. So that I save this money and buy cement. And build my house. You have to learn how to be hungry. Say amen. You have to learn how to stop eating for one week. Even though there's abundance of food in the house. Some of you only do fasting because you don't have money in your pocket or you don't have food at home. So it's like by force, all the fasting are shame. <laughs> but you have to learn that even if you have abundance, you have to learn how to be hungry so that you can achieve other things in life more than what food can give to you. Say amen. amen. So he said, everywhere. Everywhere means that when you are working in a bank, you must know how to behave. And when you, do, you lose your bank work and you are working as a, as, as a servant to somebody, you have to also accept. Because sometimes your salary level can come very low. You, st- you might have been picked somewhere. But then the next time, before you find yourself, you are into another work where your income is very, very low. You have to accept it and move on. Some of you don't know how to learn or to live, live your life like that. It's like, that is when, when somebody is employing you, the first you ask, how much would you give me? Because like where I'm coming from, maybe 4,000. Now, what most of my people say, 1,000. Oh, then you run away like that. Meanwhile, but just because you used to have 4,000. So now that the 4,000 is no more there, instead of accepting 1,000 and move on, you don't know how to abase. So God is teaching us something. Are you here or go home? Are you ready to learn? 
listen, this church, if you are in this church, I want you to know that it's more than university lectures we are leaving you. The wisdom that you learn from the house of God is far much greater. You know, last week, I think last Wednesday or so, I was reading a speech delivered by Dr. Sam Jonah. I think it was either Rotary Club or something, something. It was a special guest of Anna. And he went to deliver a speech. So I said, I will read the speech and hear what he, his wisdom level. It's about 12 or 15 pages. And I took my time to read through every line. When he finished, I finished reading. I said, ah, Sam Jonah, this great man, is this his wisdom level that he delivered as a speech? You know, your words shows your level of wisdom. I told myself that if that chance had been given to me, I would have spoken better message than them. I'm true. By the grace of God. Because the things he said, I realized that my spiritual knowledge in life is far bigger and better than the speech he delivered. Then I realized that it's a blessing to be in church. Because I'm sure by the time he finished delivering that lecture, they would have paid him so much money. So I want you to understand that the teachings we are giving you here, if you can obey it and do it, and you, your life will be far greater than anybody else among your class. They are not joking here. They are not joking here. Hallelujah. So, open your spirit and become blessed. Amen. So, he said that, I have learned that in everywhere and in all things, I am instructed by the Lord both to be full and to be hungry both to abound, that I have more, and to suffer need. When you don't have anything with you, you must still learn how to work, behave well. To suffer need. To suffer I've been taught. I've been taught. Hallelujah. The next verse is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. May you receive the strength of Jesus Christ. Now this scripture, when we quote, it's like, oh, some, we, want, we can do all things through Christ. It does, that's not the real meaning. The real meaning is that whether you are poor or you are rich, you have to be content and serve God. So you can do all things. When you are poor, you can serve God. When you become rich, you can still serve God without compromising on your stand. That's what I can do all things through Christ. And many of you, when there is lack of money, your Christian life is switched away. You throw it away somewhere and just go and look for money. That's why some people don't come to church. When on Sunday, he's going a woo buying because Jacks, 
Send it now to me. Watch the music. I'm on the My main family couple business with them. Hallelujah. So today we are studying our book. Probably this may be my last topic in the book. We have shared from January till now. You understand? Many pastors have stopped preaching it a long time ago. But I know what I'm doing, so I've been trying to cut. Because I know you. I know what is good for you. So I'm feeding you with something that will be a blessing to you. How many know that? How many have been, have been blessed by the book? Yes. So chapter 9 of the book, we are studying about masters of contentment. Philippians 4.11, I have learned to be content in whatsoever state I am. To be content. To be content. That means that I want to Bishop Oedipo said that if I don't have it, it's because I don't need it. <laughs> my God will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. If you need it, God will give it to you. So the fact that you don't have it means that you don't need it. Do you understand? Only want it. Yeah. But God doesn't supply your want. He will supply your needs. God doesn't give you your wants. He gives you your needs. That was your want. But God knows So we give you your need and not your want. Clap for Jesus Christ. You need a wife and not the color of the woman. That color is a want. It's a want. Do you understand? Many girls, you marry your want, but not your needs. Yes. See, you want to take talk, says pass. That's a want. He, he may not be a good husband to you, but that is what you are going for. So next time when you slap you, you said about look at the man because you went for your want. When they said it's short guy who could have prepared, but this uncle was talking about them who are old, but those who are a TNT one for no. So you have sacrificed your need for your want, and that is why you are suffering. I'm preaching to somebody over here. That is why that's how many people cannot be blessed. Because you see, when God gives you a need, you will reject it and look for a want. That's why you are not satisfied. You don't have the contentment. You see, you, you, you don't have content because I didn't know. It's like I didn't know. still we need the baby. Oh, careful from. Because this is not what I, I wanted. 
instead of recognize that rather it's my need. Hallelujah. When you are a man, you are choosing a wife. Why are you choosing a wife? You choose a wife because she is a woman who has this and that that you are going to enjoy and make you have children and this is not what that's a need. Whether he's he's white or blue or yellow, they all have the same thing. It's not true. Which you want to satisfy your needs. I know you want. So if you don't accept what God has, God knowing your need, no, what your mouth or no one. You don't have the spirit of contentment in you. That's a, one of the key reasons why people are not content with what is given to them. Yes. When you are young, why do you have such a dream that oh, boy, what a brownie bema? The boy, what a brownie bema? Now, man, you know, kokongwa. Now, boy, you know, brownie bema. Boy, we are now to watch you, baby, because when they know, you know, one day he goes to his home, his country. His siblings are married to white ladies, so their children are white. One day, one man. This is not what I really, really wanted. Are you hearing something? Have you seen how the prince is suffering? Even the prince. Because he has gone to marry a black lady. We will call it Obroni, but British also a black. So you had a all right. Because the bottom line was a need. He needed a woman, woman in his life. And he has chosen a need. But the family said, no, 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 no. You should have looked for a want to match our standard. So either you choose to be alone with your need or we will continually show you contempt. Yes. That is why if you are not committed, your contentment level will begin to shift. Oh, yes. I have friends who are married to white men after some time. The, the men have left their children. And sometimes the children also get confused in life. Because like, they don't know whether they are white or they are blacks. When they come to Africa, they say they are white. When they go to Europe, they say they are blacks. And they don't accept them there. They don't accept them. That's why Bishop always said that he thanked God for saving his life. Because he realized that if it's not being God, eh, his color, he would have been a confused person. Yes, he always said this. He always said that. that God, he thanked God for God choosing him to use him. Because now God is using him. Now. He has also found other people in the world who look like him. So now it has given comfort, but when he was in Achimot as a young boy, they say, hey, bro, Peter, get away from here. Why are you confused? That is why they end up with smoking weeds and all kind of things. I, I, I can't have this black, white, you know, 
Black America, they, are, they like because they get confused. They don't know where they belong to. That's how if you go to America now, you see that they are confused. Because we are you there? Going home? So we are studying about what? The masters of contentment. Serpents are wise because they are much content with very little. Today, most of us do not live with the wisdom of the serpent who is content with the very little. When I saw a snake in the sand of the desert, I wondered what that snake would eat and how it would be able to survive in the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Amazing, the serpent is able to stay in the dry and Sahara Desert as well as in the cold, icy snow of the Arctic. The first question that comes to mind is, what food will the snake eat? Okay. So, not having to eat every often, very often, is one of the keys to successes of snakes everywhere. The first lesson you learn is that you cannot be eating every day. You have to learn how not to eat. In this life, when you start building, you realize that, Jack, every single city is very significant. The reason why you don't respect 10 cities is because you haven't started building. When you start building, and it takes, that's why I say, it takes wisdom to build. Many of you, that's why we keep telling everybody, start planning and plan. Don't say you are too young. Start buying land. And you have the wisdom God will help you to build. Even if you're a student. Because when you don't start setting projects, you realize that any money that comes to your pocket, oh, Charlie, what the better BBC is here? But to, to sacrifice and say, no, no, we are not eating it. Master, is it not true? <laughs> when a man, and you know that your salary, they have, it's but that salary, we don't touch it because we're planning every little expenditure. Mercy, you just cannot go to the job and say, you can't do that. As you are eating, you are careful the, the content and the quality of the food you are eating. So you are, you see, you are learning how to abase because of wisdom. Yes. Sometimes you give your wife top money, say that but you can Because everything is planned, especially those who live in abroad. If you make a mistake to buy something beyond the Open them light, light off. I'm older, we'll be shocked. Every single person, a dollar or pound is calculated. Tim says, Sika or pounds, untimini. Untimini. Because that's a kind of. That's a snake. He eats small, he keeps himself. You are learning to become a wise person. Amen. When a minister has the wisdom of a serpent, he will be able to live without needing many things. 
Many things are not needed in our lives. But because we are not wise, we buy them. And that's why if you go to the, the any average girl's house, you see plenty shoes. They don't need them. But they spend, because they, they are not wise to use the money well. Everything they see, they buy. Some of them say that they are bought, since they bought it, they have not been bothered to wear the dress. Do you understand? And they are still buying. Because even though I've been here preaching and preaching and preaching, you do, some of you still don't have even savings. You haven't even started savings. There's a Quarristers, how much is your savings? Everybody tell, tell me, you, what, how much do you have in your savings account? Your bank account, how much is there? It's a question. How much is your, since I started preaching about the wise and separate, how much savings have you made? JCB. Huh? JCB. I didn't say which bank. I said, how much savings? I said JCB. I did not say the bank. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there or go home? So listen. We are, I'm teaching you life skills. Oh. This is a proper life skills. Not the one you teach in JHS. Okay. Mm. you have to force and be hungry not because you don't have money you do you have to learn it so that you can save towards a purpose which that purpose should advance your life it is said that rich people buy assets and poor people buy liabilities write it you don't understand you write it I will explain to you <laughs> Rich people buy or they spend their monies on assets. Poor people spend their monies on liabilities. Write it. You don't need to understand. You write it. Write it. Write it. Everybody write it. Small, small girls and small boys, small boys. You don't understand. You write it. Now. Take a pen and write it somewhere. Rich people, those who become rich, okay? Those who become rich and who want to be rich, they spend their monies on assets. Write it. You don't understand. You write it. What are you Okay. Those who are rich or want to be rich, they spend their monies on assets. And those who are poor and who remain poor, they spend their monies on liabilities. Liabilities. Hallelujah. Liabilities. So we have assets and liabilities. Okay. Have you written it down? Where is it? You haven't written it down. Because, see, as I'm talking, it's not interested in you. You are not interested. Just as I'm making it, so we are in I'm teaching you, you are in a classroom, I'm teaching you, you say, write the point, you have not written it. How would you one day, you see, one day you take your notes. Some of you, one day you take your notes. I may not be there. As you read through, you see that, hey, when you know, Reverend Teacher, without the when you know, I'm in Tiasia, but now I feel I'm in Tiasia. That's how we write things down. 
There are a lot of things you don't understand, but you write it down. One day, one day, you will understand. Because every day you are, you are growing in knowledge. Amen. So, rich people spend their monies on assets. Poor people spend their monies on liabilities. What is asset? Assets are things that increases your value or increases in value over time. Assets are things that increases your value or increases in value over time. That means that when you scan out to asasia, asasia asset. If you say ne buono kosro, ne buono kosro, you say now to asasia five thousand krona. In the next five years time, you can that the value of the same land can be about fifty thousand. That's asset. And a wise and a rich person, they are looking for things that will appreciate in value in the future. So when you see apa. He's looking for opportunity. Where, what can I invest my money into that in the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, I can have more? That's what called assets. It increases your value or the value over time. It may be a company. Now, I'm a share company. In the next five years, time, my company can be worth one million. Assets. There was a story of two Nigerians who had. A rainfall money. One went to buy a very powerful car. Okay? Gadgets. So, poor people spend their money on liabilities. What is liabilities? Liabilities are things, when you put your money in, it brings you more expenditure. So what And you need what something to support it. So what you And you prepare two people. Akunya scan be a bank. Okay, bank. And the scan And a bank in a year and <laughs> Indeed, after five years, ten years, after five years, ten years, your year investment in a bank by a millionaire. I hear either it is either Zenith Bank or Zenith Bank, isn't it? Zenith Bank, the one we see. It's a true story. It's a mediocre true story. Zenith Bank, the owner who started it. His, there were two friends. <laughs> See, this is what we are teaching you. I'm preparing you for your greatness in your future. One day, one day some of you will be millionaires. You meet me and say, Reverend, what would you do? I said, said, who are you? Said, I was one of your church members. I was a small boy. You won't remember me. But today, by your wisdom that you taught me in my life, as I applied, the Lord has made me a very rich and multi. I see multi-millionaires arising out of this place. 
Because the wisdom we are giving you is still for your future. Today you may have nothing, but I don't care. I don't worry. I don't I don't care. What I'm telling I'm telling what I'm teaching you, I'm preparing you for a greater future. Say amen. amen. So don't joke with what we are doing here. Ladies, I'm tired of ladies who ask for money. I, I hate women who like who ask for money. Please. I'm telling everyone who is here. Because I believe that every woman has a potential to generate money for yourself. Every woman. If you are part of this church, I'm telling you that I hate ladies who ask for money. I hate them. Rather, I'm looking for women. Bible said that they are like merchantship. Merchantship. Proverbs chapter 31. A virtuous woman, one of her characters of a virtuous woman that she is like a merchant ship. Just say what she said, ship. No. You must go out and bring money or resources, a blessing to the house. And that's what Bible describes a virtuous woman. You are like a merchant ship. Read it. It's, bring it there. It's there. His price is worth price is above rubies. Don't chip in yourself. Don't chip in yourself. Believe God to prosper and become a great woman. Amen. Bible said there was a lady called Lydia. He told Paul, Paul, the way you are preaching, it has touched my heart. He said, come to my house and stay there and build that your ministry. I see many ladies hosting men of God in your house. Receive that grace and the wisdom. Don't be a dependent person. Because God has gifted with a breast, so you are using the breast to collect money from people. No. You are, you are a cheap woman. You are more valuable than that. Say amen. Are you there of God home? We are teaching you about contentment. But the, the, the revelation, other things are coming through. Receive it. Okay. If you are wise as a serpent, you will not need to have an air-conditioned house, a special car, a special house, a special office, a special th many things in life you don't need it. Just look for what you have now. According to how much God has blessed, just accept it and move on. And believe God to build you up. Amen. Because we don't accept the little that we have, we have a spirit of discontentment. So, your eyes are always looking for what somebody has and not what you have. Are you here? So, immediately your eyes crosses what you have towards what somebody has. You become jealous. You become jealous. You become jealous. And you have crossed into sin. Because you are not content with what God has given to you. That's why Brother Fred was saying that men who are not content with what God has given them as their wives, their eyes are looking for small, small girls on the roadside. They are not content. If they have a wife who is giving them their needs, but they want a want outside there. So, he see a nice, beautiful girl like this. Hush. So your eyes begin to move beyond. 
Bible says in First Timothy six six. First Timothy six six. Write it. First Timothy six six. Quickly, quickly. We are closing. But godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. Somebody said, I will have a great gain in life. Godliness with what? Contentment is great gain. That's a what in your mistro and then you won't also when you are serving God and you are content with the little you have. You are happy. Why did he say that? Because watch the next verse. He said that verse 7. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we can carry nothing also out. Is it not true? Yeah. If you like die right now, you write that we have removed everything about you. Yeah. Even your panty, they will remove it away from you. Before they put you into, prison, into, into the mug. Yes. If you like die right now, you will be shocked that. Everything about you will be removed from you. Yes. Everything. Will. And you'll be naked like banana, peeled banana. If you like. So the very thing which is forcing you that you are not content and you want more and you want more, you want more. No. You want, you want, you want today you die. You will not carry it anyway. That's for the little you have. Just be content so that you can live a godly life. Okay, the next verse, watch it. Eight, and having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many are going to live a content life? Forget about what somebody's wearing, whether the dress is worth 50,000 50, or thank God for that and move on with your life and do something more with your time and your energy instead of thinking about me I went to church because you are not content that's why when you come to church or you get to any gathering you are looking for people's what they wear and what they are wearing nobody even knows whether the dress you are wearing is 10 cities or 50 cities or 1000 cities nobody knows it if you don't know if you don't if you know I'm telling you the thing that you think that is expensive so you want to show off. No, nobody sees it. Only you know it. Whether your hair is five cities hair or one thousand hair, nobody bothers to know it. If you don't know, I'm telling you. It's Satan who's deceiving you to know that. Waste your money. Waste it because you will not have the sense of God. Hallelujah. Nobody knows how much the dress you are wearing and nobody's interested in that. It is your mind that is deceiving you. Who tell you that we, when we come here, we are looking at your feet, what shoe you are wearing? Nobody's interested in it. So if you think that, oh, this shoe, I've been wearing only this shoe, so I'm going to find a way to make another money. To Meanwhile, you don't have the means to get the money. So you are forced to go and commit certain sin to get the money. Only for it to become your life and that you don't even need it. Ladies, are you here? Go home. Especially you are the people who have a big problem. You are always comparing yourself with another person. And the Bible said that those who compare themselves are another, they are fools. 
God is giving you wisdom. There is no need for comparison. Whether you live at Choco or you live at East Lagos, we are all living in Accra. Isn't that true? We are all living in Accra. We are all part of Accra. So don't go and force yourself and go and hire a place because oh, when I live it at this place. Hey. Yeah. But we kill us. We believe in you. Yes, yes, we born work out. But now, now, GDS that thing. I may be sure. I may be able to see Canada. I may move to another place. Yes. Hallelujah. For we, yes, that's the scripture. Second Corinthians ten twelve said that for we dare not make ourselves the number or compare ourselves with some that commend commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not. But we are learning about the wisdom. So when you are a person who keep comparing yourself with another, you know women can look at themselves in the mirror and say, "Oh, a day. So my many me a me many a chance crapa. So they assume as if we are. And they tell themselves, "Oh, maybe in Kamanya Kurumba down." It's not true. So they would be a. Joyce in the midst of Reagan, Reagan, no Hagan, no Cocoon, you know, I said, I've So don't force and go and paint your friend Cotton Cream. Now, Obia, we say, wouldn't Hey, guys, you know why I have to say, hey, Reverend, hey, now I'm saying, yeah, 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 I'm saying, yeah, 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 what, what? You are not content with the color that God gave to you. Say, man, yeah, you are not content. Sometimes when you look at them and you see, almost skin, now you be baby. Oh, who's our cocoa? Say, to tomorrow, then you know, come on. Sometimes I ask myself, hey. How can your husband sleep with them? Because me, some of this, when I see, I'll be off. Completely off. It doesn't attract. If it's black, it might be black. If it's fair, it might be fair. Simple. Hey, why? You are not content with what God has given to you. That's why you are wasting money unnecessary. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, short. Obi and Musa, you're short. Occupy guarantee being what you just now What Katie impresses are we at all? Who said that the man who wants to marry you wants to see your height before he marries you? Be happy about your height. <laughs> Say, man. <laughs> I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Listen, listen. We are, we are, we are finishing. Our time is getting up. And having food and rape, let us therewith be what? Content. The next verse, saying, But they, watch it, watch it. Those who are not content and they are discontented people, they try to push themselves to get something that will help them to maintain a certain kind of lifestyle that they live. It's not part of them. So Bible says, they that will be rich fall into temptation. That's, it's not that those who prosper, but we are talking about those who are forcing themselves to create impression that they are rich. 
You force yourself to just go and get certain money that is not part of what you have for. You probably say they fall into temptations and a snare and into many foolish and hateful lusts. A some of you, if you get a certain money now, which is not part of your income that you are due, it forces you into certain hateful lusts. A Because Okofa Ababa will be a wounded me, which is a new class. Wow, but it forces you into certain hateful lusts. Yes, I'm teaching. Even if you have it as your part, as your, as your normal money, because it's in abundance, you can easily commit sin with money. Do you understand? Because some of you, some people, when they, they are, they, 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 they this, this, this hotel is maybe, let's say, about $100 or $150 a month, a, 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 a night. Because now, you are being paid $10,000. You realize that, oh, I can easily book a hotel room. $100. And, and then I will just arrange with the lady. So when you get to the hotel, just, just say room number five. And just be there and wait for me. And that is what sometimes they have been doing to some of the ladies. It's not true. They book because the person has what it takes. And the money, not especially politicians, they have stolen so much. So when you book appointment with you, they can even take you to London. Because the money is so little to him that it helped him to commit more sins in life. Are you understand what I'm saying? When you have sex, when you have the day, that be rich. They fall in the temptation that they can commit certain evil sin because they have what it takes to pay for it and easily cover up without even anybody knowing it. They have what it takes. The richer you become, the more you can easily conceal sin. Because you have authority, you have power, you have money, so you can. And that is what is called lustful sin. It will drive you into a hateful lust, which Bible says it has drawn men into destruction and perdition. Have you heard politicians when they come, the new government come, you see that somebody who was a big person, I feel one is here, the court, one is here, the prison. Why? The lustful hats now, a hateful lust now, or force to call the coyer, I feel the homes and so and so. So now he's been drowned. He has been drowned into perdition and destruction. That's why we are teaching you that if you are not content with what God has given to you, you want, and you have plenty money, there's a tendency to add more sins to your life. 
When Solomon became very, very rich, what happened to him? He ended up marrying 1,000 women. Can you imagine? One person. Because how much is adoring? Any, any engagement? Yeah, how much? Okay, ten thousand. You But on that one day when on pub because who another girl? I know so so. I say obey word. Person warrior. Go my bush for engagement. Yes, I say twenty five thousand. Okay, See, when you have plenty money, you can easily commit sin like that because it doesn't it doesn't affect the volume of money you have. So, into many foolish and lustful lusts, and are drawn into destruction and perdition. The next verse. Okay. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, what? Which some have been converted after. And I'm saying, Bible said that they have erred from the faith, and they have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. And I'm saying, you have 500. Also, also, we live with life of 1,000. And in the Uber, fuck when we so, no one have 500. And the weather fair or far home is because your love to get the money, your quest to get the money is driving you into you no. Know, oh, quiet, because hey, side, are you there? And we are, yes, no, 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 you are moved from the path of righteousness. To get that extra, Bible says you err from the path. What, 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 eh, eh, is what? What from? Oba fuma free, nyame kwa ino so. Konyame kwa ni se, kanokre. Enya wo di anti, enyuya. But I don't know, I say, wo peace ken inti no. Si kanaba forsoa ma wo, wo wia. So you have erred. Anytime you look for something that is not yours, you convert after something that is not yours, you stretch your hand and get it. And you bring it to your life. You have air from the faith. And the Bible says you have pierced yourself through with many sorrows. Many sorrows. There is a story in First, Second Kings chapter 5. Second Kings chapter 5. Somebody who converted for something that is not his. And what was the end of his life? Second Kings chapter 5, verse number 15. With a story, you can the beginning is from Naaman. Who was a, a, a what do you call it? A, a, a leprous. And then a lady told her that if you are Jerusalem, Israel, you'll be healed. So he, he, he came and he came for a lot of things. After he had seen the prophet, the prophet healed him. Then verse 15. Let's, let's start from verse 15. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him and said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth but the God of Israel. Now watch it. Now therefore I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. So what is healing me And yes, I am one Hey, modern man of God said, I receive it. You receive it. But watch what the man of God said. Verse 16. But Elisha said, 
as the Lord liveth, before whom I stand, I will receive none. Yes, he can you know, yeah, you genie. So now Elisha, or your, or your, or your covetous for riches, or your nibri for na, nenyan so kakra wa wanoa, anka wajie papa isi ke. Say papa isi ke ni papa ni yaman sunya, ni yaman hunubeo. But you see, sometimes we don't understand things. What do you say? Scar ni ni yaman na wajie. We ni mse, wajie more than that. Tieni, you are collecting, you are receiving more than money. So the Bible said that he said, No, 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 I'm not taking anything because it was spiritual enough to know that this money is not just money. Ladies, it's not every lift that is a lift, though. Hey, the lift is only one step towards an ultimate purpose. When you call the man, he sends you the money. Don't think that he's just he love, he likes you. It is a preparation for a future reward. It's not free. Are you here? Go home. I said, Are you here? Go home. So he said, I will not receive anything. And he, Bible said, and he urged him to take it, but he refused. I pray that you'll be content to reject things that people offer to you. You must be spiritual to sense that it's not everything you are saying. They are urging you to come and sit in front. They say, Pacho, I mean, tell me, talk to me, why? But many of you are in a rush to just come quickly. Even if the wife is in the car, you want to force yourself and come and sit in front. So that you can, he can see your ties. He urged him, but he refused. You must learn how to refuse things. And it takes a person of contented spirit to reject things. But if you don't have a contentment, you want to get more. But watch it. So, the next verse. And Naaman said, shall then, no, no, shall there not then, I pray thee, be given that to thy servant two moves burden of earth. For thy servant will hand for offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice unto God, apart from the land. You know what it means? What it says that, give me the sand of Israel. Two moves. That is an burden, load, container loads of sand in Israel. I'm scratching the sand of Israel so that when I go to uh, Damascus, I'll pour the, the, the sand on the ground and then I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be sacrificing to God of the sand of Israel because now I am on the land of Israel. Those days, you call something called. Uh, but localization of deity. That means that if you want to serve God, you must get the land of Israel before you can serve God. On. Do you understand? I'm teaching you theology. This is theology. It has nothing to do with theology. Okay, now let's move on. The next one, so quickly, verse number. In this thing, the next verse, go to the next verse, 19. Our time is getting up. And he said unto him, go in peace. And depart from him. He departed from him a little away. Now watch verse 20. That's what he said. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master has spared Naaman the Syrian in not receiving at his hand that which he has brought. I tell you, as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat from him. Okay? 
And so Gehazi followed after Naaman. And uh, when Naaman saw him running after him, he, he lighted down from the chair, chariot to meet him. And he said, it's all well. Then he said, and he said, all is well. My master, you see, in your quest for money, you have to find a way to lie. He has to, he has to err from the path. He started lying. Because his, he was you know, one of the things my, my, my wife used to have, one of the faithful workers, not knowing that because of money, he could go to the customers. And you know, you know McCarthy, it's a certain class of women. He would go and, and go and lie. So, Madam, cry, doesn't pay us. Madam, we work the way, the, the way you would say it, the people had compassion for her and they were giving her money like that. She was covetous for money. So she has to lie. Every covetous person, that you'll be a liar. That was they have moved out of the path. And say that. Saying that, behold, even now there come from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophet. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. That's what he was looking for. And Naaman said, Be content. Be content. One is small. Take two. And he urged him and he bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of garment and he laid it upon two of his servants and they bear them before him. The servants not swear. I didn't See some of you, you're smart as a control idea officer. Now what do you buy himself? What boo company? What boo master? What boo? I see what do you say? What are you? But listen carefully. You are a man or child of God. Listen carefully. Don't think that you, when you cheat, that is the end. You, you, the benefit is for you. Say, and he laid upon you and they came. And then when they got to the next verse, okay, and when he came to the tower, that's the entrance, he took them from them, them hands, and then he bestowed them in this house. Watch. And he let them men go and they departed. The next verse. But when he went in and stood before his master, Elisha said unto him, Whence cometh thou Gehazi? So if he said, That's why if you're a parent, always watch your, your, your children, what they bring home. Ask them, where did you get this thing from? Where did you get this thing from? How are you? How, where do you get the money to buy this? But see, many parents don't care for what their children bring home. Yes. They don't care. But if you knew that the, the thing the person is holding by his or her money, she can't afford it. Even the phone the person is using should tell you that. Is he, is, he, is he a true worth of the person? And he said, that servant went no weather. And then he said unto him, Went not my heart with thee, when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee. Is it a time? Is it a time to receive money? To receive garment? To receive olive yards and vine yards and sheep and oxen and the men servant and miser? 
That is why a contented person knows that my time will come and I will get this. So there's no need to rush out there. There's no need to steal this money. There's no need to cheat the system. When the company prospers, I help the company to do well, and I will naturally be promoted and I will have more money from the company. But covetousness, discontentment will make you do connections. Elisha is asking, is it time to receive it? At your age, is it what do you need? But you see, that covetous spirit forced children to even kill. And Christians are killing companies. Somebody started a company and said that the fearful thing in Ghana is that he does employers. He doesn't employ Ghanaians. He would rather employ Indians to come and work for him than employ Ghanaians. Can you imagine? Because may you be a mistake and blows the CIA pejak. Collusion will be a seminar by a real company, Miss Kamas Kanasa. People are killing people in companies. Is it time? Now watch it. This is a fearful thing. See everything you say about He said, The dress you, are, you, are, you went for, the talent of God you went for, what you didn't know is that attached to it spiritually. Is the disease of the person who brought it. That is why when me as a spiritual person saw the thing, I said, hey! I won't take it. <laughs> I won't take it. This thing come with a curse. So when you saw the man, that is why he didn't even bother to come and meet you. So that everything about him was full of curses. And he said, go and wash in Jordan and the curse will go. Now that I've helped you to your curse, I should go and take the thing that you brought to me. If the thing were good, would you be here? Your whole life, your whole money, everything about you is full of curses. So the thing you're going to get and brought home, what you didn't know is that you have brought a curse to your house. Hey, you know where they got the money from to get back to the phone? You don't know. It come with him. He said, "The leprosy therefore of Naaman." Leprosy now, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are going to, you know, draw the money. How can you say that you are saying we do better? Listen, spiritual things are very serious. Don't joke with it. That's why, if you are not spiritual, you will not be a contented person. Ladies, are you there? Please don't joke. They will give you the money all right. But you don't know the source of that money that the person gives you. And its consequences. Not every money that you can steal, not every company you can steal from. He said that now, the leprosy of Naaman shall cleave unto thee. And unto thy seed forever. And he went out of the presence of an anointed man of God. He's full of leprosy as snow. I pray for you that from today, the little you have, eh, the little God gives you, eh, be happy about that. And just believe God that in his own time, he will advance you in life. Don't go for something that you are not, it's not, it's not yet yours. When Naaman out of covetousness, I, what do you call it? 
Gehazi. Do you know that Elisha carried the double portion of Elijah? So probably Elisha could have carried a quadruple anointing. Gehazi. Gehazi. Hey, Bianca, Elisha anointing. Obenya no so double. Now we'll be away anointed man of God. What about say? Once you sit on your throne, all these people will keep coming to you all your life. Then you go and follow and get something that is not due. You get it. And instead of becoming anointed, he ended up as what? A leprous person. And not only him, but everybody who came from his family. I pray that you will not bring a curse that will affect your children, your children's children, your children's children. Because a certain thing that you went out there to look for that you shouldn't have gone for. Because of covetousness. Because of the spirit of discontentment. Now you have brought a thing. But you cannot use it. The man couldn't use the garment. He couldn't use the talent of money. What is the sense of Converting for something that you will, will not be a benefit to you. If there's something to convert for, Bible says, convert for spiritual things. And I pray that today, the spirit of contentment will be part of your life. You won't give yourself to force yourself to for certain riches, certain things that you are not yet due. Believe God. I'm telling you, as a child of God, there's a blessing of the Lord waiting for you. Hallelujah. There's a scripture in, I think, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20. And I'm closing. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20. It says, that's the last scripture. It says, so, a faithful man, obey a faithful, the letter that's given, shall abound with blessings. I see you abounding in blessings. As you remain faithful. But he says, listen, but, but, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. If you make haste to be rich. I think there's another one. I think 22 or so. Check. 22. Verse 22. 20, 28, 22. He that hasted to be rich has an evil eyes. And consider not that poverty rather shall come upon him. From today, may your eyes not have evil on it. When somebody wears a red dress and you are wearing your blue, be content with it. And don't be envious. And when you are faithful with your life, God will abound to you riches. But don't go for something that is not yours. I'm preaching this message because I can tell you many people who are Christians, Ghana is suffering because of Christians. Not, not even sinners. Men of church, God, pastors and deacons in authorities of positions of the country, they have stolen the wealth of the country. The bank collapsed. Many of them were pastors and pastors' family and uh, church elders and deacons. They have stolen the money that you and I are going to put at the bank. He and his family will carry the money and go and use it. That's how many banks collapsed. Many of them were elders and deacons and other. It's like Christianity has been thrown to the earth somewhere. We are not content with the little we have. Everybody is grabbing for this, grabbing for this, grabbing for this, grabbing for this. And so, a call for money. 
That is why Galamse is spoiling the country now. Because Obie Piska, or he not Tikolomun, we say, and so no say, but skill be nintino, and say. Covetousness is killing every Ghanaian. You need brain, yeah, man. As soon as you are talking, just by all means, we talk. As soon as you see a dying, as soon as you see a building, as soon as you see a building, apartment, intimate, baby, a minute, can a baby, a minute, apartment. Covetousness. The contentment of the little God has given to us is the cause of many worries and many sorrows in this world. You will not fall victim for this in your life. Throughout your life, throughout your life, throughout your life, may this word of God guide you. Never be discontented with what God has given to you. Be happy and be happy. believe God for increase, but not to steal, to cheat, to deceive the system, just because you want more from the company. You want more. Sometimes even pastors, the money offerings, uh, church members have struggled to give offering that you see men of God are stealing the money. Sometimes, is there fear of God in the hearts? That's because we did nobody saw that means that God has not seen. That's why Elijah told you, he said that, was my eyes not with you when you went? As you were, you went to Elijah Tanko's room and you were, you were, you were, you were opening your, your leg. God saw you. So the money that you come here and said, Pastor, I've been blessed, and I'm that you are deceiving yourself. You have brought a curse to yourself. And that is why many Christians are not prospering well. They say we are blessed, but there's no prosperity. Because we didn't use right ways to get the wealth. But I pray that from today, you'll be content and seek the hand of God advances your life in jesus name amen stand to your feet everybody lift up your hands and pray say lord i pray to make me like a serpent the little i have let me appreciate it and use it for the advancement of your kingdom i believe that there's more you bless me as i serve you said that you shall serve and i will bless pray everybody pray that the spirit of greed the spirit of covetousness, the spirit of comparing yourself to another person, the spirit of jealousy will not drive your heart into sin. Because wise men converted after, they have erred from the faith. May you not err from the faith. For he that has called you is faithful. He will bring every purpose of his life, your life, into pass. So don't force and get something that is not yet due. Elisha said, is it time? Is it time? Ask yourself, is it time to have this? Is it time? If it's not time, it's not yet due. Don't force and get it. Because when you get it, you will bring curse to your life. You will bring curse to your children. You will bring curse to your family. You will bring curse. Instead of a blessing, you will bring a curse. Be content with what God has given to you. And when you are content with what God has given to you, He will give you more. You will be thankful. You will be thankful. Some of you don't even know how to say thank you. Thank you. When somebody gives you a little thing, you don't know how to say thank you. It's a sign that you are not content with what you have. Pray, everybody. Pray, pray. Close your eyes. Put your phone down. Close your eyes. Pray to God. Say, Lord, give me the spirit of contentment. Godliness with contentment is a great game. It's a great game. It is not a common message I preach to you because the whole world is full of greedy people. Everybody wants to steal. Everybody wants to cheat. Everyone wants to deceive to make more money. You ask yourself, where do we carry all this more money from? We don't have any integrity. We don't have any reputation. 
All that we need is money, money, money. But today the Lord said, my people, you can hear my voice and change. I'll make you a light of the world. It will shine to a new generation. You are not a generation that are aggressive for money, but you are aggressive for blessings of the Lord. It is natural. The Bible said that the blessings of the Lord will make you rich. Work for blessings. Work for blessings. Be faithful. Somebody who has employed you. Be faithful with the person you are working for. Be faithful. For a faithful person to abound in blessings. The blessings of the Lord will make you rich. You don't need to rush for money. Believe God for your blessing. As you are serving and serving well, God himself will bless you. We thank you. We bless you, Holy Spirit. Now these are not the words of a man. These are the voice of God speaking from the throne of heaven. That righteousness should be our garment, not covetousness. We lack the spirit of contentment, but today inject it into us a new spirit of contentment. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. You need Jesus to help you to live a contented life. Read the Bible and see whether Jesus Christ was driving a car. As a son of God, he was content with the little that God gave to him to do. He didn't rise to see, Pilate, can you help me to get this in? No. The little food you could get, he said, thank you Lord for three loaves of bread. He lifted up and blessed it and more came. Have a spirit of Jesus. As every head is bowed, every eye closed. I want to give you a light to cry. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray for you. God will make you a child of God so that his spirit will come upon you. God bless you. Lift it high above your head. Close your eyes. Don't look at anybody. You are taking a receipt between you and God. High above. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is lifted, please come forward. Come. Come. Come to me. I'm going to pray for you. Come. Come to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. He give me your life. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Come. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. This wisdom is not the wisdom of God. Man, it's the wisdom of God. Come on to Jesus. Give me your life. Your life today. Let's pray. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I've heard your voice. My heart is convicted. And I want to surrender my life to you. Say, with your blood, wash me all my sins with your spirit fill me to know you to serve you say please write my name in your book of life from today i'll serve you i'll follow you i will love you in jesus name amen god bless you sister god bless you may the spirit of god come upon you may you walk in the wisdom of god may god use you mightily in your lifetime to glorify himself in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at AJ Hotel and Suits at Jeringham at 8:30 a.m and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless you.